Hey everyone, how's it going? It's Matt here. I'm gonna make this intro really quick. Uh, today's Band Showcase episode is with Barry Mia. They were on last year uh, for the first time and uh, we caught back up with them to see what they've been up to since then to see how uh, the progress of Barry Mia has been going into uh uh, just catch up with them. Um, that being said, kind of thinking of adding a secondary band showcase episode every month, um, just because we're getting so many band submissions, and that's awesome, and we love it. Uh, we love hearing from all of you. It, um, you know, it just it it's mainly us two that are running uh, the communication end here, and so if we're taking forever to get back to you guys, we do apologize up with everyone else um that being said like uh, to kind of catch up on all these band showcases so everyone get a, a chance in the spotlight here on the part of our podcast we're thinking of doing two a month that we might actually be able to afford that um you know so uh, we'll see how it goes and if it if it's received well and it goes well we'll keep doing it um but yeah that's what we're going to be doing at this point um, going forward, uh, and there might be months where we don't have uh, two bands for you. We might only have one, but uh, currently, this is how we're going to do it. It worked really well with uh, Mixed Kid Fridays in last month in June, so we're going to keep that uh, train rolling. Um, yeah, so that being said, let's jump into my interview with Barry Mia. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to the Punk Record Podcast Band Showcase episode. I really need to start remembering what number I'm at with these, and I know it's not like a lot of numbers, but you know what? Everything becomes hazy. We're the only podcast in the world where the love of horror movies meets the culture of punk rock music, and on our Band Showcase episodes, we bring on bands who are underground, promising, and ready for that next big step to give them that showcase and show them to all you amazing ghouls and gals. I am joined again with the amazing Barry Mia. Welcome back, Devin and Justin. Yeah, how's it going, guys? You have returned, and it's been kind of a big year for you guys. I, I mean, um, you've had a lot of things happen since last thing last time you come on the podcast. You've you know gotten more attention around your original EP. You're coming out with another one from out here. You showed me a song. I, I won't give it away yet because I want you guys to talk about it. But it's badass. I love it. Um, let's talk about it. What have you guys been up to? What, what's in the works? Well, just promoting this. Uh this EP and this show and trying to get it ready and out there. Um, that's really all that I can really think about is the, the EP. Yeah, so, I mean, this is our second EP, so it's longer, more songs. I think uh, Take This With Alcohol only had five songs. And I think this might be, let's, I mean, we can definitely talk about the name of the EP at this point, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's And Sleep It Off. Um, so it's kind of a first part, second part, Take This With Alcohol. Sleep it off. And sleep it off. I think we maybe touched on that maybe the last podcast. Um, so both will feature the Ken doll on the cover, which will be <laughs> fun. Um, more songs, like I said, we're showing a little bit of a harder edge on this next EP, which I think is pretty exciting for us. Uh, but we do still have some like stereos type songs. Um, so yeah. Like more like really hitting the pop punk stuff pretty hard as well. So we have songs. Um, there's one called Cold Heart Shiny Plastic. Right along the like stereos type edge, it's um, it's one of the more fun songs I think we play. Oh, definitely, and I mean it's named after a Mean Girls yeah. quote. So. <laughs> yeah. 
How <laughs> fucking cool is that? <laughs> I mean, I will even say I enjoyed Mean Girls. That's a really weirdly I do appreciated movie. Oh, it's Ooh. fetch. It's such a big fetch epidemic. It's not gonna happen. Uh, um. So a couple things. First off, you're right. We did mention last time on the last episode that your next album, which the one that we're talking about now, yeah, yeah. is going to go with a the theme. Um, so we did mention that. But but the other thing is, so you've shown me the the song that that we're going to be showing after this episode called Fools, and it definitely does have more of a of a harder sound to it, and I think it's a very welcome sound to it as well. I mean, how different was that to go in a harder direction? Because obviously, in, in your last album, your last EP. It was still more poppy, more catchy, and nothing wrong with that at all, but it did have a lighter tone to it. So was this a real challenge to go to a more heavier sound for you guys? Weirdly, not as much. Um, I would say it actually made more sense than I thought it would once we actually kind of got it out there. So Devin, when he was our drummer, really came from a metal background. So for him, it's it's nothing weird at all. Um, My general music taste in high school leaned very heavily towards like the census fails yeah um silverstein and some of these bands that had like the, the punk sound but also this like harder edge to them so it really wasn't that big of a surprise to me at all i think the hardest thing is uh you going all the way up the neck to that tuning peg and going from standard <laughs> to drop d yeah, that's true. That's true. It's one of our very rare drop D songs. Yeah. Um, we used to play another one called Lights, Camera, Action, but this is the, the only one we've ever recorded that's going to be in drop D. <laughs> so. Well, and I mean, when you guys came on the podcast, you were kind of uh, the official, unofficial, like, revolution of, like, pop punk in a way. So, in, in, and in a lot of ways, you still are that, too. And I think in today's music climate, we either have veteran bands like Blink-182, who mm-hmm. are still doing their thing as pop punk, um, to a lot of mixed criticisms, or ones that have just kind of like fallen off the earth and are doing kind of like reunion shows, stuff like that. So to hear a band like Beer Mia continually come out with stuff and like be like, no, pop punk is still a thing. Let's make this a thing. Let's revolutionize it. It is refreshing in that way. I mean, obviously, as punks, we enjoy our fast, loud, in-your-face, like anti-anything music. But to hear Beer Mia take on a heavier sound is is kind of a big deal. And for I know for a lot of musicians to change to a different sound is a big deal. Um, one thing I do want to also mention though, and, and I kind of want to get your input on maybe some like obstacles you've maybe ran into is that you're very independent with your records. You guys aren't signed to anyone. You, you publish them, you produce them and you bring them out and you give them out to everyone all yourself. You do all the work. I mean, what is that like to, to go that route of being your own producer? Yeah. Honestly, and, and this is kind of a little bit breaking news for us, which is, um, so we have a brand new drummer. Okay. Um, his name is Marcus. He's a really cool guy. Um, very tall. Very, very tall. tall. Very tall. Yeah. He like you're talking like seven five or <laughs> like six seven. Oh, okay. So it might as well be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty tall guy. Um, but he had a friend that was actually willing to do some mixing and mastering for us. So for this EP is actually going to be the first time. Oh, okay. That it's kind of leaving our hands a little bit, which believe me gave me a little bit of like anxiety. Right. Because <laughs> it's, it's like, like it's like you're letting someone else watch your kid. Yeah. yeah. But that said, you know, it's still still independent you know it's still us kind of like being very very um mutual with the decisions and yeah and kind of helping you know kind of define what we want to see so you guys got a very good communication of like the end goal of where you want this to be yeah yeah exactly exactly do we have a date when it's going to be coming out so or at least an idea of a date we will be releasing a song um song tbd uh 
within the next couple of weeks and probably before this podcast goes out. So right. I would say probably mid-June we'll have a song out there in the world and then the official release will be June 12th, which is when... July. July. July 12th. July 12th. Sorry. 12th. July 12th when to the... clarify, everyone, we're, as we're recording this, it is June, but yeah. this episode has obviously come out in July. Yeah. So we're getting a little tripped up. Yeah. So the official release will be July 12th when we do the EP release show. Um, we got a chance to do the marquee, which is crazy and it's huge for us. And it's exciting. We have to like sell a lot of tickets and I'm excited about that. It's really I'm fun. Excited. Um, yeah. But they have pizza. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's whatever about the bands playing. They got pizza. Like, if you're going to the barcades for the pizza, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. that's the most pop punk thing I think probably out there. <laughs> they have pizza on site. So you mentioned you have a new drummer. Um, if it's not touching on any any sort of drama, what happened with the previous drama? I have drummer. Sorry. Unfortunately, there was not any drama with the drummer. Oh. But that's all. Um, that's all he came here for. It kind of was. It kind of was a little bit drama. <laughs> he had his own personal situation. Uh, basically, he had some family stuff back in New Mexico, which is you know, as we know, a different state. So he could not be here and really kind of playing around with us. He was commuting back and forth every other weekend and yeah. all sorts of stuff. Uh, that was too hard for him. So he had to stick back there, and then we found a new guy. Well, more power to him. More power to. Uh, uh, hopefully his personal life is, is getting okay and he's finding that balance. Um, so, you know, we're talking about new drama. We're talking about a new EP. Um, have you guys experienced any sort of attraction or anything interesting from the last time you come on came on this podcast? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, from last time we came on, we hooked up with Colorado Punk Rock Army, the awesome dudes over there, and Gal. Um, yeah. That's they're just amazing. They've you know they've helped us along the way, and they're actually presenting our EP release on the twelfth of July. So there you go. it'll be presented by Colorado Punk Rock Army. Um, but yeah, I mean, since last time we've on, we've we've gained a lot of traction and just been hedging forward. Nice. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm glad to hear that. That's exciting. I mean, you guys are playing the marquee. Like, that's a big deal. Like, I, I, if you're not from Colorado and you don't know what that's like, that's kind of I don't really know what I could compare that to, but the Marquee has, like, a sound name within the community here, especially in the punk rock community. Like, that is a headstone. That is, I shouldn't say headstone because it sounds like you're dying. That's, that is a stepping stone. <laughs> Sorry. That is a stepping stone for you guys to be playing the Marquee. Like, what, what's the next step after that, right? Like, like, like Fiddler's Green or something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah I love yeah, it. Yeah. Octon Fillmore. Octon, I'm, like, um, the Gothic. Yeah, the Gothic we'll, would be phenomenal. We're going to try to do a tour at some point. So that's, nice. that's kind of like the next thing. Um, we have our sights set on the EP hard, and then we'll start talking about kind of the future and stuff yeah, like that. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, and then just talking about like big changes. We have merch now, which we didn't have before, so that's kind of cool. We have t-shirts, really? um, buttons, yeah. stickers... Enough ground to finally justify bringing merch to the table. And like, wow, we're not going to lose three members in two months. Right. And now it's just me and Justin again. Right. Or just Justin alone. Right. Right. And, and you know, that's really kind of just like astounding. Because last time we, we did talk about how much that this project was your two projects. You know, this Baronia is, was Justin's and Devin's project. And it's kind of... Now finally getting this traction. It's getting attention behind it. And then I came to your show down at a, what used to be X Saloon. It has like three different names now, so bear with me. I do apologize. Um, Intero Hall. Is that what it is? Intero Hall. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Uh, 
about it. But either way, and I hung out with you guys, and you just seemed like you're putting in all this work, and it's nice to see that it's actually paying off, that you guys are finally getting, uh, you know, a head up in what you want to do. Um, you've also, I don't know if we can talk about it, but you've even kind of reached out to a Mixed Kid Friday about doing uh, a show with them, and that would be a yeah. dream show. That'd be phenomenal, yeah, if they they come back through Colorado. I mean, we'd love to hook up with them and, and play a show yeah. together. That'd be that'd be really rad. Yeah. I'd love that. You're at Calvin and or Dom or, or whoever in Mixed Kid Friday is listening right now. Hit, hit, up, my, hit up my DMs. <laughs> Slide in there. Hit up Devin's DMs. Let, let's get this dream show uh, in the works. Let's get, let's get this started. Um, so I, I want to, and we kind of talked about it again last time, but I also want to follow up. Have you had any more drawback with still going with a pop punk genre? I mean, I know it's it is still kind of a hard genre to admittedly stay alive, but you guys are still keeping at it, and I think that's very admirable. Surprisingly, not. I mean, uh, since last time we've met, a whole bunch of new pop punk bands that really you know we we previously didn't know about or that they've kind of bridged their own way through so we're all kind of going together um a couple through colorado punk rock army a couple of me just going through you know different shows and finding some really really good bands um yeah, so a like couple the of them the the swifts which we were supposed to play with this month but that show got canceled yeah um jail pocket jail we're pocket. playing with on the ep release love those guys and we that's got, the one at the marquee right yeah, yeah right. oh yeah we got hello central hello central's with us on the the marquee show um we've found uh uh a thousand miles of fire and uh, a bunch of other ones that we just really kind of like hey let's hook up a show together let's uh nice. let's get this pop punk stuff going and you know opposed to us playing you know with hardcore bands nothing wrong with that of course but you know it's it's a little easier going than going from you know something hardcore hardcore and then pop punk and you got another hardcore band yeah i mean you guys have also even appeared on some other podcasts too i mean <laughs> not as great as ours but no i'm just joking <laughs> i'm just joking no seriously though you've appeared on other podcasts i mean it's kind of like you've had ever since you guys came on you've had this whole traction of just like things that needed to happen finally happening um, what has that been like, being on other podcasts and being in other places to get your name out there? Um, really just putting our feelers out and, you know, not being afraid of rejection. Like, oh, hey, I'm going to reach out this way. And worst thing you know, they say is no, you know, and, and not being afraid of that rejection and be like, right. well, no, we can't bring you on. Oh, okay, oh, well, you know. That's really really all we had to kind of accomplish together as a band and, and kind of feel comfortable with our music enough to be like, okay, we have – you know, an online presence now. Let's go and let's try to use that. Go, you know, to podcasts and stuff like that. and Right. And, you know, get our name out there as much as we can and our music because... I mean, you're essentially being your, your own, what? Your own marketing team, your own press release. And, and, you know, we can relate to you guys on that same aspect because, you know, I do the majority of the marketing aspect of, of, of the podcast. But oh, yeah. for Barry Mia, I mean, what is the biggest thing you've taken away from that, you know? trying to reach out to people you've already stuck you already touched on it by saying like not being afraid but what has that been like for you guys to reach out and promote your own name like, oh it's great i think when he told me that we got the marquee show it was just like what happened <laughs> like that's so cool but i didn't think it was possible you know and, and yeah so it was just it just all it took was him saying i'm gonna try and it happened yeah you know it's cool so it's what really is cool. what has that like been for you guys though handling rejection 
I mean, I know that's kind of a tough subject for a um, lot of bands, but... It's, it's not bad. I mean, when you're starting out, it, it sucks for sure. Um, you're sitting there and you're like, oh man, you know, be beating yourself up about rejection. Oh, my music sucks, all this. I, I can't get featured. But, you know, that just comes with, you know, the job of being in a band is you get rejected, you get, you know, turned away from venues, from podcasts, from just interviews, what have you. Um, and it just, it's, it's just building stronger with each rejection right. and not, you know, letting it eat at you and sit there and be like, oh, I'm not good enough to do this. It's kind of what they say. It's like the worst thing that anyone could say is no, right? Oh, yeah. And it sounds like you guys kind of taking like that effect of a no away from, you know, how impactful it feels. And, and I think that's what brings a lot of listeners to admire your guys' mission here with Bear Me is that you guys are kind of against the world i mean especially within your genre and i know we kind of like focus on that a lot but it's kind of not hard it's hard not to talk about barry mia and not focus on the fact that this genre barry mia itself is against the world and with that being said you guys you know are getting fans you're getting listeners you know you're making a name for yourself um you know one thing i also really quick before i move on to my next question i want to because i didn't ask where can people get your merch i'm sorry Right now, it's all available through like DM on Facebook, on Instagram, and then on Bandcamp. So yeah. anyone can go to any of those places, find it, bandcamp.barymia, and find it right there. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So you heard it. Go to Bandcamp. Get your own Barry Mia shirt. They gave me a button. It's a badass button. I can't wait to attach it to my vest when I get home. It's pink. It's probably the only pink. It is pink, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, because you were telling me it was orange. I was like, <laughs> it's like Depp, Depp is either fucking with me or it is like actually orange. Nice to know it's the prior. Oh, no. I'm colorblind now. What happened? <laughs> Damn it. Oh, God. That's how it happens. Barry Mia makes you colorblind. That's what happens. We put claims like that out there. We I'm probably sorry. should put a disclaimer on the EP. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the song that we're going to be featuring today after today's episode is called Fools. Um, how did this come to be and what is it about? So <clears throat> I've written so many songs, um, but this particular one, I was just feeling like the world was this really horrible place. Just for a moment. It's kind of like on you fire know. the entire time. Yeah, it was yeah. just like... Like, everyone is just on the internet trying to fix everything through, like, typing and, like, yeah. yelling at each other. Keyboard no one, warriors. No one's actually fixing any of the problems. And so that's really what the song is about. Just like, like, let's change the world, but come on, guys. Let's, like, do something. Like, you can talk about change all you want. It actually yeah. takes practice. Like, mm-hmm. you actually have to put the change yeah. in. Yeah, so... I, I think that's really what, what that song is about. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, you guys have, like, even a little bit kind of, uh, uh, maybe I would say bringing that silver scene or even a hot Thorn Heights kind of, like, vibe into it a little bit here and there. Aww. Uh, the, I, mean, I knew you would appreciate that. I was like, I, was like, I guarantee Devin loves hot Thorn Heights. <laughs> Guaranteed. Look at him. Okay. I, I like him, too. So uh, I, I share that with you. Um, but it does have that vibe, and I did make the comparison that it does kind of sound like Rescue Me by Zebrahead, um, and it's and it really is kind of like a moshing, catching type of song. You know, it's it's definitely leaving a little bit of your poppy vibe behind, but it still kind of keeps that yeah. involved. Uh, I mean, would you agree with that statement? Absolutely, I would say definitely. it's our very first crap core song. Crap core, yeah, sort of crap core. It's, a, it's like almost there. 
<laughs> oh, crab core. Yeah. I thought you were saying crap core. I was like, I was like no, no. not crap core. I was like, I know no. grind core. Like, how gross that can what, be. What the hell is crap core? <laughs> Bury me as bridging new genres. You, you guys literally come on stage, pull out the guitars, pull out the drums, and you take a literal shit as you play. I didn't know Gigi cool. Allen was back. <laughs> Bring it back. Gigi Allen's pop punk. Yeah. If you listen closely, you can hear a lot of Lydia's that have just gotten mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that reminds me of a Whitest Kids You Know skit. I don't know if you know that one. These guys, they oh, like yeah. go, and the guy's like, dude, you have to see this guy. He's like the punkest. He's like the most punk guy I've ever seen. And he starts playing like the most like granola. Dave, Dave Matthews yeah. style. Like, <laughs> and just starts like razor blading his, his chest. And we're yeah. like, So the okay. music is not punk at all. It's like John Mayer. But... He's razor blading and then he starts right. peeing on the crowd and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this guy is the most punk guy. Punk fucking seen. rock! <laughs> you guys should do that at your marquee show. Like, get a fake razor blade blood thing going on. Oh, Why yeah. fake? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not punk unless it's real. We're going 100%, man. I mean, I just don't want to be like held accountable for you doing damage to yourself. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> um, so, uh, any crazy stories that have happened last time? Any crazy stuff. Or maybe ones that you kind of like didn't get to talk about. Man, I don't remember what we talked about last time. <laughs> to be know. honest with you. I don't know. We have this cool thing. Uh, it's not really a story, but we have a song called Daisy Come Home from the last EP. Solid song. And um, there was a part where it says everybody stop. And we've been doing this thing where we do a shot mid-song. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things we do on our set. It's just like... You're going to be doing that at the Marquee oh, we show. Will be, and if you would like to and you want to come on stage with us... Oh, God, yeah. We will do shots with everyone who wants to come on stage. Are you, Any, are you, anyone. Cody, are you kidding? Me and Cody would love any reason <laughs> to get trashed. Absolutely. You're going to come up. You're going to spend time with us. We'll play music around you. You guys can dance. You guys can just stand there. <laughs> and I think We'll have some fun. You know, and I think that's... And I know we asked about crazy stories, but I do want to give you guys this compliment as well. And I think that's like really kind of like a great thing that you guys are very fan friendly that you want people to come on stage and the only reason I say this is because I do know we are in a bit of a climate in this day and age where um, bringing people on stage is kind of it, it is kind of a risk okay. just due to what has happened I mean bigger names obviously everyone can mention Dimebag but people can also mention what's happened to Randy and even Fat Mike a couple of years back had an incident where a fan was just trying to come on to like you know Give him a high five, just give him a hug, and he didn't know, and he uh, he kicked the fan Ooh, in the nuts. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean he made up for it. To he be fair, yeah, he, I mean the fan got to kick him back. In yeah, the nuts, he, he right? apologized, bought the fan a beer, was like, "I'm so sorry, feel free to kick me in the nuts." And now that guy can talk about the fact that he got to kick Fat Mike in the nuts. So, <laughs> so who knew that's all it would yeah, took. True, but I mean, um, do you guys face that? Do you do you ever have that paranoia of of is this going to be a risk bringing someone on stage? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm more I afraid more of tripping of over my own cords. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. I can avoid. I'm like, okay, I can see you, but my cord's black. Probably should get a different colored one so I can see it. Yeah. I'm always afraid of just tangling up in my leg when I'm spinning or something. I'm like, through a bump. Oh, yeah. Well, Devin's gone. <laughs> over the last, I mean, since, since we last did the podcast, Devin's, like, stage dancing has been on a very much upward trajectory. So, so that's good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we did a show with Colorado Punk Rock Army at... Um, Antero Hall? To no, Toast Tavern. Oh, that was... Oh, Punko Toast de Mayo. Punko de Mayo. I don't think he stopped 
the entire time. He was just like spinning and like rocking and all this stuff. No, I that's laid great. down for a little bit. Oh, he laid down. Yeah, so that's good. I slept it off. <laughs> like as you're playing, you lay down. Oh, like, yeah. don't worry, guys. We're gonna continue the show. Just Evan's gotta he's gotta take a fiver for like a he's second. Just gotta keep playing. It's cool. Breathe. <laughs> don't worry about it. He's fine. He's alive. He's gonna be okay. He's okay. Look, his foot his foot's moving. There's his hair things. will still be blonde and spiky. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um, have, I mean, have you guys ran into any of those like horror stories? Of, of playing like just something that just went wrong last minute and you guys oh, had to recover somehow. Totally. Uh, the show at Moe's, your guitar went out. Your cable. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. Oh, that was oh, awful. Okay. <coughs> um, my we guitar, were... yeah, my cord. I, um, we were practicing at Rocket Space, okay. um, which is, I think, a ton of Denver bands are practicing there at this point. Oh, yeah, it's but like it, the, even uh, Denver's The Anchor has even been yeah, there. Yeah, every, yeah, everyone plays there. Um, we like see bands like we'll be like hey but um, I actually ripped my cord in half. Oh, so I was doing something spinning or something and I ripped it in half. So that happened at Rocket Space or it happened at Moe's? It happened at Rocket Space, and so that was my original primary cord. Okay, I was on my back cord because the show was the next day or that day or something like that. It was, yeah, um, yeah. So we went to Moe's. I was using my back cord. Apparently, that one had also come just a little bit disconnected. Oh, I couldn't man. figure out what was going on, so I ended up just like forget it and I'm singing just with a mic oh wow which for me is weird you know I've yeah really I mean that. to not have that motion yeah. going on at the same time as strumming it was an instant I've been the primary guitarist of this band for a very long but, time so. but that did lead into a song that's coming on the EP where you don't play guitar for yeah yeah so live. so so that yeah. like gave you a break from playing guitar to like yeah. get a new chord and like continue, finish out the show yeah exactly Wow, that, that, I mean, talk about optimal optimal timing, right? Like when you need it at the most, like that would have oh, been yeah. like such shit luck if that happened on your first song, right? Oh yeah, oh I can't imagine. Yeah, like, and this is a bass album now, yeah. right? Yeah. Luckily, the guys can keep up so well, you know. Even though, like, like Alex at this point knows a lot of my my parts, even if he's like the lead guitarist, so he knows my parts, and so he can just do the yeah. other part if he needs to and stuff. So. We're cool that way. I think um, it's all right. <laughs> and so was uh, in Alex. Is he the drummer? Of the new uh, also backup. Guitarist? Alex is the guitarist. Okay, yeah. and so was he a new addition to the band as well, or was he still from last year? He was still with us last year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He had he would be he had been pretty new at that point. This is the one that fights fires, right? No, no, no that was the old drummer. Oh, okay, that was the drummer. Old, old drummer. It's yeah. been a year. That was, that, was, that was drummer number one, and then we moved on to drummer number two, and then drummer number two had his family drama, we're on drummer number three now. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know, I know, it's like... You could have totally just lied and been like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's soap opera, right? Yeah, stuff does stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah, he also, like, fights aliens, it's whatever. It's <laughs> Can we talk about launch? some horror stuff? Of course. I don't know if you, if you guys have... Have you guys talked about A Quiet Place yet? Uh, Cody still needs to watch it. We're, wait, we're waiting to talk about it until he watches it. Okay. I'm very... I won't even talk about that specifically, but between, like, Quiet Place, Bird Box... What's and that new one? There's that another new Netflix one. one. Perfection? Maybe. Yeah, I don't be. know. That's the only one the newest one I know of that's kind of like It's a, got the girl from Sabrina yeah. in it. Oh, that. no, no. I know time out. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of the same aspect of Bird Box. Yeah, yeah. it's the yeah, same I know, one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Because um, it, it actually has like a bit, like, and also like a, like a stellar cast, too. Yeah. Um, but what's with this thing of like these like monsters that attack because of like sound and sight 
and like I don't know, it's just like out of nowhere. I wasn't I wasn't really a good, a big fan of Bird Box. I feel like it was a huge letdown. I thought Bird Box was. I liked I, a Quiet Place. Quiet Place, uh, and I and and I think maybe Cody has seen it now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but Quiet Place. Uh, the only reason we're not going to do a review of it is just we want to give it more time mm-hmm. because we kind we like to bring on movies that people haven't really seen or haven't given enough attention. Right, right. Yeah. You can't so, really, like, ruin it or, like... Yeah, like, yeah, Quiet Place is still, it. like, everyone kind of knows about it, everyone's really talking about it. Um, but I stand by the statement that Quiet Place features, like, Mother of the Year. Like, in that whole movie. Like, Emily Blunt, like, there's a... It's not really much of a spoiler, but I will just say she gives a birth to a baby in probably one of the most stressful situations ever. And it's just oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. And I'm just like... Ridiculous. Job, mom. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, no, you know what? Cody has seen it. Now I'm thinking about it because he got really pissed at how it ended. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I, I got I got mad at Bird Box because I just thought, I mean, like, what a waste of potential of, like, creating, like, a terrifying monster. Yeah. Like, yeah, never showing was... it. Well, they, they did, sh- so they did actually have an original model. Um, and I yeah. shit you not, it looks just like the old man from the Six Flag commercials. <laughs> yeah, I, looks, I think I saw the 3D. Like, yeah, 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 it looks that was originally what he was gonna look like, oh, but God. they took it out because uh, Sandra Bullock couldn't keep a straight face with with that <laughs> being around at all. She laughed every time. So they're like, I, I guess due to like time constraints and budget, they just made him invisible. Really? And it's really a shame because when you watch the movie and you watch the guy who uh, is like drawing the monsters, like those are ten times more terrifying. Dead, what they would have right. had. I'm like, why didn't you? Why didn't you just go with that to begin with? <laughs> just pick one of the drawings. Just... Yeah, like there you go. I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? Sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're all all right. I mean, I'm okay with it if we spoil they're Bird all... Box. We we are saving they're people from okay. watching Bird Box. Bird Box is a, a Bird Boxy. I did like the because it came off of a book. I did like the original ending yeah. off of the book where it was. Instead of just a school for the blind, it was people that actually gouged out their own eyes yeah. to not see it. I liked that, and I was like, that would have been ten times better, because it still stays in the horror, opposed to, oh, we found peace. Yeah. And you're like, well, did you? Right. <laughs> I mean, now you're just a, like a world of daredevils. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being blind, but... I would choose Oedipus to... Daredevil, I think. Daredevil would fucking kill it. I mean, you pit you pit Daredevil against the monster from Bird Box. <laughs> Boom, dude. You're going down, old man. Sequel. New <laughs> Avengers is over. We can now yeah, do right. DC or Marvel crossovers with horror films. Did you guys watch? Uh, did, did you keep up with Game of Thrones at all? No. No, I intentionally have not. Okay, I will tell you this much. Understand why George R. R. Martin writes his stories, and you'll totally be cool with how it ends. Because mm. that's how mm. I am with it, and I'm gonna keep bragging that because I'm so happy and kind of like I find it hilarious that everyone is so mad that they didn't see it coming. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you after this if you want what yeah. happens. But. Nine nine out of ten shows don't end as people want them to. Oh, we've talked about that. Yeah, totally. Never. It never like, does. When yeah. when when has anyone been happy with this show being because done? you have this like expectation especially with the game like uh, game of thrones yeah. where you've been watching it for 7 8 years where it, it basically needs to be the best thing ever written put into this hour long thing it how, needs, how needs is that to be a happen? movie basically to well, sum up all the plot points and i mean that you that's the thing is that george r martin doesn't write stories for what he thinks his fans want he writes for what he thinks they deserve right 
and that totally changes the narrative. Well, and honestly, with as many people as were like like angry that he hadn't released his like final book yet and stuff, because I, I know that there was like a ton of people on Twitter just like flaming him, like we yeah. need that book. What are you doing? Oh, that dude's so rich. I it, wouldn't. I wouldn't care either. I know, but it's very <laughs> possible that like he was just like fuck you guys. Yeah, he's like he's like I am a millionaire. I'm just gonna laugh at you while shit. I get fat. <laughs> and then it was all a dream. Oh man, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> know why that bring up that. It's only just a dream. <laughs> don't know why that came up, but. Oh that man, uh, I mean, but yeah, I mean, all the movies. I mean, there's kind of like this uh, tongue-in-cheek joke that uh, Netflix only has the subpar horror films, and Amazon Prime is where you want to go. Yeah, okay. And that I can't sense. help but kind of agree with that because Amazon does have Shutter. Which is like the channel for horror. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't get Hulu. Don't get don't Hulu. Don't get Hulu. Yeah, they for horror or just in general. Just in general. The Quiet Place is on Hulu right now. <laughs> if you if you want to watch uh, South Park, <laughs> Hulu's for TV. I mean, who are we kidding? Hulu is straight for TV shows. Oh, definitely. Like, what? That's funny weird about Netflix anything. is like the like really normal movies. Yeah. That just have like random moments of ridiculous violence. It'll be like a like a really like. Kind of crunchy drama, and then right, someone's head gets chopped off, and blood's everywhere, and then it's like back to its normal thing. Like, I think happened? I think that's due to that Santa Clara diet show. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so mad it ended. Like, I'm so <laughs> not ended. But I'm so mad that they canceled it. Like, it's yeah, it's they, such a good show. Like, it really is unique and creative with its own storyline. <laughs> yeah, they've they've canceled a lot of shows where I'm just like. Man. Yeah. I mean, don't even get me started about the whole, like, Daredevil and Iron Fist thing. Oh, again. Like, the Punisher hurt, hurt we're still so bad. I'm yeah. so sad about it. Like, yeah. I was almost, what, like, halfway through the new yeah. season, and I was, they were like, cancel. I was like, talk they, about, better, they better just end this just right now. Talk about finally putting the character in the perfect light. Right. Right. And finally good enough to, to, you know, be able to, let's bridge out from the net. Never mind. Uh, guys, I... <laughs> uh, I love talking about horror with you. I love talking about what's going on with Barry Me and everything. Um, we are basically at the end of this episode. Are you sure there's no crazy stories you want to share before we go? I don't think there's anything too nuts. Not that I know. I wish, I wish we had something crazy. I, I wish. I wish. This would have been a great time for you to just make up something to like play there, off There was other. this one time Justin spurted wings, it flew off stage. Holy shit. And I was like, oh my god. Shut up. And then I just realized I was watching Bird Box. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where can everyone support you guys? What what can they do to help Barry Mia? Um, I mean, definitely come out to our show on July twelfth. You can get tickets via Ticketfly, uh, DM us, um, and we're more than happy to deliver within the Denver metro area. Um, Sorry, states outside of Denver. <laughs> I mean, if you really want, I'll mail them to you. <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely. That's a, a thing we want to get out. We definitely want to see all your pretty faces out there while we're playing. Um, and then just the usual, the Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram is our most most posted. Um, we're more live on Instagram yeah. than anything. Yeah. And Spotify, you know. And Spotify. Just put us on your playlist. Put us in your stuff. You know, I'm sure we fit in a lot of punk rock stuff, a lot of pop punk stuff. Um, the new stuff will fit into a lot of different new genres yeah. that we had. You can pick and choose for. your songs and slide them into your different playlists. Yeah. Yeah, you know how Spotify worked yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, support them on Bandcamp. Get yourself some Bury Mia t-shirts, buttons, or just kind of Bury Mia everything. I mean, get, get it together. Uh, you know, that, that's all I can say. Um, 
If you like everything we're doing, please like us and follow us on Facebook, Punk Rock Horror Podcast, or Twitter, at OfficialPRHB, or Instagram, Punk Rock Horror Podcast Official. If you want to support the show, please go to our Patreon. We have merch on Teespring. You can find all these links, especially Barry Mio's links, below. And with that being said, thank you again, Devin. Thank you again, Justin, for coming on and, and talking about horror and Barry Mia and just hanging out with me. Thanks, Matt. We appreciate it. Of course. That. Yeah, thank you, man. Great. With that being said, podcast over. Podcast over. Well, there you have it. That was my interview with Barry Mia. Um, it was a blast talking with Justin and Devin. It was great hanging out with them and talking about horror. Um, I just had a great time, man. Um, yeah, their show's coming up here down in the Marquee Theater July 12th. Please go check it out. I'm going to be down there. I know Cody's going to try to be down there. So please come and support uh, Barry Mia if you're down here in Denver at the Marquee Theater. And if you're not in, in your, you know, in some other state, please like, follow, and support and download Barry Mia's music today. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I got nothing else left to say about these guys. They're awesome to have on. Uh, I enjoy talking to them. And uh, with that being said, let's jump into their new single, Fools. Just not this life. life.